Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Thursday, October 28th. I'm sorry, October 26th, and we start with local news. Spring Hill Fire Department responded to a commercial fire alarm on Wednesday at Longview Elementary School. Information relayed to Williamson 911 indicated that school officials did not know the cause of the alarm and an evacuation was in progress. Fire department units arrived to find that a full orderly evacuation had occurred and all students were accounted for by school administration. Crews investigated and determined that a smoke alarm had malfunctioned in HVAC ductwork. The entire building was walked by fire crews with no hazards being found. Students were readmitted to the building within 30 minutes. Wells Fargo is seeking final plan approval to construct a new Spring Hill Bank as part of the city's Town Crossing multi-use development off Jim Warren Road. The site plan application appeared on the Municipal Planning Commission's study session agenda on Monday, which culminates the more than two-year process for approval. The final vote will be included in the board's November meeting, at which planning staff recommends approval. If approved, the bank will include a 3,000-square-foot building, as well as two ATM drive through lanes. Preliminary plans were initially approved in June of 2021, but underwent a major modification in 2022 to be in accordance with the town crossing planning guidelines. Spring Hill Development Director Peter Hughes said the modifications included changing the facility's color palette. There are also going ongoing discussions as to what percentage of the building would be glass or if having too much would create a potential security risk, particularly in the rear of the building. However, the final decision regarding any further design modifications would have to be approved by the Planning Commission. We can continue that conversation, and I don't think we would be against it, but I'm not the design review board. They are, Hughes said. For the record, we had a previous request by a utility company who couldn't meet all the design requirements in our downtown district, and for safety and security reasons, we made some modifications that allowed them to move forward with their project, he said. Commissioner Jonathan Duda expressed concerns regarding the facility's dumpster design, particularly if it would be durable to withstand multiple commercial use. Duda also requested an updated copy of the design pattern book, which Hughes said he will try to secure prior to the Planning Commission's next meeting. I have emailed the master developer multiple times on previous things and am looking for a consolidated version, Hughes said. I've been trying for several months to get an updated pattern book that has all of the previous modifications, he said. Tom Chapman of SG Design and lead architect on the project said Wells Fargo typically does not produce waste in excess that would require multiple pickups each week. The preference is actually to not have a dumpster if they are not required to have one, Chapman said. Wells Fargo also has a maintenance and property management team that inspects each site four times a year, which would replace any damaged property, such as a dumpster. Yesterday, the Reserve at Spring Hill celebrated their fifth anniversary with a ribbon-cutting ceremony. Front Porch Radio's Mary Susan Kennedy attended the event and spoke to Executive Director Julie Beller. 
Hello, this is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I'm at a ribbon cutting at the Reserve at Spring Hill celebrating their fifth anniversary. The Reserve is a senior health care facility offering assisted living, skilled nursing, and senior rehabilitation. I'm speaking with Julie Beller, the executive director. Julie, congratulations. Tell us more about these services y'all provide. Thank you so much. Um, We opened in 2018. We are the only skilled nursing facility in Spring Hill, so we're proud to be that. We also offer assisted living services, and we do a lot of short-term rehabilitation, so we're proud to be here. Um, Like I said, we opened in 2018. We've been through COVID, and now we're on the outside of that, and um, census is, is growing and we are just so proud to be a part of this community we've uh, seen the growth and we have plans for the future for expansion and we just really hope that you would come out and see what we're all about Um, visit our facility meet our staff Um, we're proud to be here that is awesome and looking around it's a beautifully decorated home I'm sure to so many, and I know y'all provide invaluable services to the community. For folks to learn more about what all y'all do and then to contact you for more information, what should they do? So if you would like to come out for a tour, you can come any day. Um, We have staff here that can take you around. If you want to schedule ahead of time, you can call 931-486-4200 and ask to speak with our um, marketing liaisons, and they will be happy to set up a tour, tell you all about our services, um, qualifications, the financial part of it. Um, They can really go through the whole entire process with you. Um, It can be scary on the outside before you have to put a loved one um, in a place to live or for rehab and so we want to make that a comfortable process for you and so just reach out to us we're here to help and we want to be of service um, to everyone that's awesome you're very kind and nurturing and i understand you use social media as well yes so you can check us out on facebook so we have a page there and also we have www.reserve at springhill.com you can look at our website go through there there's links you can look at and you can reach out to us for any further information or questions that you have awesome again this is mary season kennedy with front porch radio a six-story nearly 12,000 square foot mixed-use building is set for construction in downtown columbia which would be located on the north side of east 7th street from woodland street all the way to glade The Drake will house 278 residential units with additional retail-like space, coming in at a total of 10,000 to 12,000 square feet and a lot size of 2.57 acres. Back in March, applicant Charles Carlisle with Bristol Development Group, which is located in Franklin, went before the Columbia Board of Zoning Appeals to request an exception to the amount of required commercial frontage. According to the application, the 40-foot grade height difference at Woodland Street and Glade Street makes it challenging to provide retail or commercial use across 7th Street. We have placed amenity uses that have the character of commercial space at every location where building finished floor elevation meets sidewalk elevation, the application reads. Among the amenities include a bike shop, music studio, and art panels to enliven the street. More than 80% of the frontage will appear on Woodland Street, which the application states has a much more pedestrian-friendly grade. The activation will include approximately 4,322 square feet of retail space and approximately 3,065 square feet of leasing reception and co-working space for residents of the multifamily building, according to the application. 
to provide activation along East 7th Street to accommodate the grade change. A retail-like facade will be provided at a level one bike lounge as well as a level one bike lounge as well as a music studio on basement level. 80% of the frontage along Woodland Street will be used for commercial applications with a portion being used as amenity space for residents. From the street, it looks a lot like a coffee shop would look where you have tables where people come in and put their laptops down, Carlisle said of the space. It has an outdoor patio that wraps the corner of 7th and Woodland, and that co-working space extends out onto that patio. So it would be a very lively space at all hours of the day because that space is open to residents 24-7, he said. Carlisle said the project, which the city has already approved, would take a little over two years to build. Construction for the Drake is set to begin at the end of the year or early 2024. The Mount Pleasant Commission met Tuesday, October 17th to give an update on the city's downtown revitalization project, which is set to be rebid for a third time following a need to scale back on the project. In 2018, the city was awarded one and a quarter million dollars in grant monies from TDOT. Last year, the city was awarded an additional $1.8 million in funds from the state to complete Phase 2 of the project. The project will include improvements spanning from the front of the Mount Pleasant Grill to Church Street on both sides of the street, including the square in front of City Hall. Further changes will include upgrades to sidewalks, which would be added from 3rd Avenue to Gray Lane along North Main Street. We're still moving forward as far as we're concerned with this project, Mount Pleasant City Manager Kate Collier said. Our intention is to pull out the streetlights and the light poles for the traffic signal. We can save over half a million dollars by doing that, Collier said, adding that the city will work with the power system to purchase the items separately. The city has now bid this project out twice, and both times the bids are twice what it anticipated. The commission is aware that we plan on folding Phase 2 into Phase 1, and we will reapply again for Phase 2 next October, she said. Additional projects in the works include replacing the bridge on North Main Street over Sugar Creek, which is planned to be bid in November and December. During construction, the state will close North Main Street and direct traffic onto Highway 43, with signs at First Avenue suggesting to enter and exit to avoid the closure. The project is set to be completed in six months, with a targeted construction date of early next year. When two doors close, one opens. At least that's how it worked when Vintage 615 and Living 615 closed their doors in Spring Hill for the last time in September. Now, however, Chris and Margaret Ziegler have found a new home on East 6th Street in downtown Columbia to bring new life to their business, aptly named Living on 6th. Hosting a soft opening last week, the store will officially hold its grand opening celebration on October 28th at 113 East 6th Street from open to close with live music and special events as well. The Zigglers have already felt at home with a move to Columbia, despite only having been downtown for a short time. It's been so wonderful already to be in Columbia. The business community has been so inviting and people have been excited to have us here, Chris said. Before we opened, our old customers were chomping at the bit to see what we've done, and new customers were walking past, looking in to see what we're doing. We're so excited to be here. Moving into a new space is typically a challenge, but also exciting. Their new space has allowed for more furniture displays and staging, as well as the gift section so beloved from the former Vintage 615 location. The building gives us so much more room to display. 
We have about double the space than before, and it's not chopped up. That allows us to be more efficient and effective in those displays, Chris said. With that extra space comes extra inventory, and one of the ways the business plans to utilize that is by meeting different price points with its selection. We try to represent every price point, and everything we get has to have a certain style about it. We're only going to bring in furniture that is nicely styled and fits today's aesthetic, and it also must meet our quality standards, Chris said. Almost all of our furniture is all wood. We refuse to sacrifice quality for price. We shop very hard at many different vendors to find furniture that meets those things. In-house designer Lisa Thompson is wonderful. She researches and studies the trends, and she is on point with styling. That's where it starts, Chris said. In addition to the space, the building's aesthetic has helped foster a vibe of gathering and family. The building has a cool vibe. It's not overpowering. It's relaxing and charming. The vibe we want is to inspire people. We want people to feel like this is what their home could look like, Chris said. We want people to feel comfortable and that this is a safe and inviting place where you feel like family. Our staff makes that a priority. For folks looking to find the boutique-style clothing and other items you may have seen at Vintage 615, Margaret said to keep an eye out for social media posts where she'll host flash sales online. Additionally, she plans to host sidewalk sales during local events such as First Fridays and more. The store is open 10 a.m. Monday through Saturday and closes at 5 p.m. Sunday through Thursday while staying open until 7 p.m. on Friday and Saturday nights. Doors open at 1 p.m. on Sundays. Almost 17 years after beating breast cancer, Woodard Elementary School principal Carol Ann Gent describes herself as a thriving survivor. The support she received from her family, school staff and students, and Murray Regional Health helped her make it through her battle. Early detection was also key. Gent was just 37 years old at the time of her diagnosis. She's stressing the importance of early detection and urging all women 40 years and older or earlier for those with a family history of breast cancer or certain risk factors to get their annual mammogram. You need to be an advocate for your own health, she said. Do not miss your appointments. Go get your mammograms and listen to your doctors. Early detection could save your life, she said. Murray Regional Health offers mammography services at five locations throughout southern Middle Tennessee, including Murray Regional Women's Health Center in Columbia, Lewis Health Center in Hohenwald, Marshall Medical Center in Lewisburg, Wayne Medical Center in Waynesboro, Spring Hill Imaging Center in Spring Hill. Call 931-380-4044 today to schedule a mammogram at any of their convenient locations. If you're preparing for your first mammogram and have questions about what to expect, they have you covered. Check out their latest health feed blog by going to www.murrayregional.com forward slash health feed. From November 6th through December 20th, the Prior Art Gallery at Columbia State Community College will be hosting the exhibition Native American and the West, featuring the pen and ink drawings of artist Bob Jones. Bob Jones achieves a level of detail in his pen and ink drawings that boggles the mind. His passion for Western art depicting Native Americans and cowboys goes back to second grade. Jones attended Harris School of Advertising Art in Nashville, which led to an illustrious career beginning in the 1960s, photographing and designing album covers for country music greats like Dolly Parton, Roy Orbison, Waylon Jennings, and Johnny Cash. 
An artist, illustrator, and photographer, Jones has many stories to share about his experiences in country music and his narratives of the West through pen and ink. Jones resides in Spring Hill. Prior Art Gallery on the Columbia campus will feature an artist reception on Thursday, November 16th from 5 to 7 p.m. The reception is free and open to the public, and light refreshments will be served. Murray Regional Medical Center will once again offer an opportunity to dispose of expired, unused, or unneeded prescription drugs. The drug take-back event allows community members to safely dispose of their drugs anonymously. The free drug take-back event will be held in front of the Murray Regional Medical Center Medical Office Building, located at 1222 Trotwood Avenue in Columbia, on Saturday, October 28th, from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. The event, which will feature a convenient drive through disposal process, will be staffed by members of the Murray Regional Medical Center security team. Staff members will receive items from drivers in their vehicles. The service is free and anonymous, with no information required. We are pleased to offer our community members a convenient, anonymous way to safely dispose of unneeded medications, Murray Regional Medical Center Security Director Michael Johnson said. We highly encourage all residents to take advantage of this opportunity to dispose of medications, he said. For multiple safety and health precautions, safely disposing of unused medications is extremely important. Medications should not be flushed down a toilet or tossed in the trash. In addition, medicines that are kept in home cabinets are susceptible to diversion, misuse, and abuse. The Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration's National Survey on Drug Use and Health indicates that most misused and abused prescription drugs are obtained from family and friends, including medications taken from home medicine cabinets. Only medications in pill or patch form should be brought to the upcoming event. The site cannot accept liquids, needles, or sharps. Items should also be in their original container, if possible. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Tyler Christopher Vaughn. 25, resident of Olive Hill, Tennessee, died Friday, October 20th at Jackson Madison County Hospital. A graveside service for Miss for Tyler will be conducted on Saturday, October 28th at 1.30 p.m. at Pisgah Cemetery in Hampshire. The family will visit with friends on Saturday from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have a mix of sun and clouds today. The high will be 81 degrees with winds out of the south at 10 to 15 miles per hour. 
Tonight, we can expect partly cloudy skies early, followed by cloudy skies overnight. The low will be around 65 degrees with winds out of the south at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Your home is your biggest investment. Getting the most for it when it comes time to sell is important. At The Way Realty, we help you get more by providing all our clients with a full-service real estate company. At no extra cost to you, we help you prepare your house to look its best with home staging, landscaping, professional pictures, marketing on all the major websites, touch-up repairs, and home inspection repairs up to $700. Get more with The Way Realty by reaching out to us to see what we can do for you 
and to find out the market value of your home. Visit us today at thewayrealtytn.com. Call us at 931-580-4669 or stop by our showroom at 800 Hatcher Lane, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrilis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. After a turbulent 21 days without a U.S. House Speaker, Tennessee Republicans united with the rest of the House GOP conference to give Representative Mike Johnson, a Republican from Louisiana, the Speaker's gavel on Wednesday afternoon. Johnson earned all 220 votes from House Republicans present, unifying the Republican conference for the first time since former Speaker Kevin McCarthy was ousted and surpassing the 217 votes needed to win the speakership. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, a Democrat from New York, again earned unanimous support from the Democratic caucus. The vote came hours after short-lived bids for the speakership from two Tennessee Republicans, U.S. Representatives Mark Green of Clarksville and Chuck Fleischman of Ultua, who both pledged support for Johnson after elimination from the race Tuesday evening. The Speaker's chair has been empty for more than two weeks after eight Republicans, including U.S. Representative Tim Burgett of Knoxville, voted to oust McCarthy. No foreign aid, including for Ukraine and Israel or any other spending bills, can move forward through the House until members elect a speaker. Representative Andy Ogles of our own 5th District stated, Today, I voted to elect Congressman Mike Johnson of Louisiana as Speaker of the House of Representatives. I trust that Mike will be able to effectively lead our conference and get to work for the American people. Incumbent Mayor Ken Moore won re-election to the Franklin mayoral race on Tuesday night, defeating Alderman Gabrielle Hansen in what was likely the most contentious election in the city's history. Mayor Moore ran a safe campaign, allowing Hansen's numerous controversies to take center stage as he focused on reiterating his status in the community. Moore did push back against Hansen toward the end of the race, however, ultimately widening his lead. Welcome to the great to a great night for Franklin, Tennessee, State Representative Sam Whitson said as he opened the victory party at the Harpeth Hotel. As of election night, Moore held a substantial lead, 12,822 votes to 3,322 over Hansen in the unofficial final vote tally, further widening his lead after the early and absentee votes put him ahead by nearly 7,000 votes. Over 80% of the voters have spoken and said, this is our Franklin. Mayor Moore added during his victory speech, Yes, we're not going to tolerate divisiveness, hatred, Nazis. Franklin has rejected people who would abandon the work of so many people for the past 40 years. Franklin has rejected the untruths spoken about me and my supporters. Franklin has rejected the politics of divisiveness and destruction, he said. While Moore won in a landslide, he said that he is aware that the battle within the Franklin community may not be over. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee, Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Race fans who wonder what it's like to be behind the wheel of a thundering stock car don't have to wonder anymore. They have a chance to turn some laps around the 1.3-mile Nashville Super Speedway in the October 28th and 29th uh, weekend at the Rusty Wallace Racing Experience. The rides, named in honor of retired NASCAR champion Rusty Wallace, are conducted at tracks across the country. There are seven different packages ranging from three to 50 laps. Helmets, uniforms, and other gear are provided, and the rides are overseen by certified instructors. Late-season discounts are available as well, and enrollments are limited. For detailed information or to enroll, visit www.racewithrusty.com or contact the Nashville Super Speedway at nashvillesuperspeedway.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting, WKOM, WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting www.frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.